Hello everyone, this is Tom Fox and I'm the Compliance Evangelist. I'd like to welcome you to my January 2018 podcast series of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. But first, a word about this month's sponsor, Conversant. As the leading global provider of ethics and compliance cloud software, Conversant connects ethics to business performance by weaving ethics and values into everyday operations in over 600 of the world's largest companies. Its ethics cloud platform provides a suite of applications, Conversant Insight, Conversant's Helpline, Conversant Campaigns, Conversant Disclosures, and Conversant Third Parties that gives executives insight required to make proactive, informed decisions about their company's ethical health. Conversant's customers include Microsoft, Tesla, Four Seasons Hotels and Resorts, Campanini, and Under Armour, who care deeply about driving ethics into the center of their organizations. Check out more at conversant.com. If you have been following me over the past year, you know that I have gone on a one-year exploration of various components of a best practices compliance program. However, during this exploration, there were two very important documents released by the Department of Justice relating to a best practices compliance program. In February 2017, there was the Evaluation of Corporate Compliance Programs document, and in November 2017, there was the announcement of the new FCPA Corporate Enforcement Policy. Therefore, in this month of January, I'm going to lay out for you what should go into your best practices compliance program based upon the 10 hallmarks of an effective compliance program and these two documents. Over the next 31 days, I will be exploring the best way to more fully operationalize a compliance program using the most recent DOJ resources. I hope you will join me for the full 31 days as we engage in an exploration to a more effective compliance program. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Day 26, operationalizing your compliance program through the payroll function. One of the new areas articulated in the Evaluation of Corporate Compliance Programs document released in 2017 was around payments. For both the compliance professional and the payroll specialist, there is a significant role for payroll in the operationalization of a corporate compliance program stated in the evaluation. Under prong four, operational integration, which is the section that includes who is responsible for integrating your policies and procedures throughout your organization, what internal controls are in place, and what the specific inquiries should be, is the following. Payment systems. How was misconduct in, how was the misconduct in question treated? What processes could have prevented the, or detected the improper access to funds? How have these processes been improved? This is immediately followed by an equally important set of questions. Approval slash certification process. How have those with approval authority or certification responsibilities in the process relevant to the misconduct known what to look for, when and how to escalate their concerns, what steps have been taken to remedy any failures identified in the process. Finally, there were questions around the payment system preceded by the following. Controls. What controls failed or were absent 
that would have detected or prevented the misconduct, and where are they now? Taken together, these three groups of questions may not seem particularly new, innovative, or even something different from what payroll currently does for an organization. However, the evaluation, with its emphasis on operationalization of a corporate compliance program, clearly demonstrates the role of compliance or role of payroll in compliance. The evaluation requires that payroll not only form the basis of a best practices compliance program, but when it comes to specific subject matter expertise, payroll is on the front lines of any attempt to prevent, detect, and then remediate anti-corruption compliance violations. The FCPA prohibits anything of value to be provided to foreign government officials or employees of state-owned enterprises to obtain or retain business. This anything of value is almost always money, and that money must come from somewhere inside the company. While the Watergate intonation to follow the money certainly continues to be valid on any FCPA issue, the evaluation speaks to a much more depth around (coughs) payroll's responsibility in a corporate compliance program. There must be demonstrable controls in place, which not only detect fraudulent payments, but would work to prevent such payments as well. Yet when these three inquiries are read together, they paint a broader picture than one simply of tasking payroll with the responsibility to prevent fraud leakage of money, which could be used to fund bribes. The questions around the approval certification process should be the standard part of any payroll system. This has the effect of operationalizing the responsibility up and down the management chain from individual employees up through their managers and eventually to the highest level of management involved in the process. This level of operationalization is designed to not only put a set of brakes in place, but also to put a second set of eyes on the entire payroll process. Finally, the questions preceding the payroll systems question speak to the remediation prong of any best practices compliance program. If there is a payroll failure or even one which led to an FCPA violation, what was done to fix the control issue? Here, payroll should work to perform a root cause analysis of what led to the control failure and then enhance or upgrade the control to provide the solution going forward. Of course, this should be fully documented with an audit trail for work to provide the government should they ever come knocking or even to your own corporate auditors. This means that not only can payroll be one of compliance's strongest corporate allies, the role of payroll, but that the role of payroll by its nature works to operationalize compliance. This is because the implement to implement the appropriate internal controls around compliance, payroll should know the specific requirements of the FCPA, what kinds of issues are likely to come up, and how that might create a risk of bribery and corruption, all leading to an appropriate understanding of compliance internal controls to implement around payroll and payment. This is most particularly true around offshore payments, which are generally defined as payments made to a location other than the home domicile of the payee or the location where the services are delivered. If a Tunisian agent who performs services in Dubai asks for payment in a location other than Dubai or Tunisia, that will qualify as an offshore payment. If you train people who are in on the payroll or who are in payroll on this issue, they may well pick up the phone and notify compliance when they see such a request for payment in a geographic location separate and apart from one of the two standard payment venues. Those types of communications, when properly documented, demonstrate that your compliance program is operationalized into the very fabric of your organization. 
Another way to view it is if there is payroll control for such a scenario, which notes the exception requires clearance of a red flag through additional investigation, elevation for approval and documentation of the entire process. This is a financial control which acts as a key compliance control as well. It strengthens the company's internal controls to prevent and detect compliance going forward. The DOJ has now provided its clear statement on how it expects the company to actually do compliance going forward. Long gone are the days when the DOJ simply considered the inputs of a written compliance program as sufficient to protect companies from FCPA violations. Yet the mandate to operationalize a corporate compliance program drives home the concept that compliance is a business process which should be administered by the appropriate business unit with required subject matter expertise. When it comes to following the money, Payroll is generally well-suited, a well-suited corporate discipline to provide the first level of oversight and controls. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, I hope you now understand that payroll is a key prevent and detect and even remediate control in your compliance internal controls. Number two, the evaluation of corporate compliance programs specify the tying of the corporate compliance function to the payroll function. And number three, always remember that offshore payments are a key indicia of a red flag. This is Tom Fox. I hope you've enjoyed day 26 of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. And I hope you will join me tomorrow on day 27, where we take a look at pre-acquisition due diligence. This is Tom Fox again. Thank you for listening to this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program, sponsored by Conversant. I hope you will join me tomorrow, and indeed for the entire 31 days in January, while I will be exploring the best way to more fully operationalize your compliance program using the most recent resources the Department of Justice has communicated to us, the evaluation of corporate compliance programs and the new FCPA corporate enforcement policy. This is Tom Fox. Thank you again for listening. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.